My name's Mike, and I'm an energy healer, qualified purpose coach, and author. Every week, I'll be talking with real people about real issues and real ways of dealing with them. Tune in every Friday at 7pm UK time, and enjoy the show. And welcome back to the Present Mind podcast. Thank you so much. Are you laughing? <laughs> I've got the giggles. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a while since we've been here talking to you. My name's Mike, and as ever, I am joined by Helen. Hello, Hi. He- hello, Hi. Helen. It's just me today. Yeah, let us first start. We did say that we would have a special guest this week. However, due to personal circumstances, uh, she is unable to join us. But we send her lots of love. Yeah, lots um, of love. And hopefully next week we will have someone to... Yeah, uh, she's desperate to come. She is desperate to, to do yeah. it. So we'll just rearrange. But yeah, sending sending lots of love. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, as I said, we haven't... We weren't here last week, yeah. and that's because we were off gallivanting, wasn't it? Yes, we were gallivant- gall- gallivanting. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be one it's of those. It's going to be one of those. <laughs> I apologise in uh, advance. And where me. were we? Why don't you... I'll <clears throat> let you explain where we okay, were. Okay, thanks, Mike. Welcome. <laughs> um, so we were invited down to an event in um, Surrey. Well, I don't know it is technically Surrey, but Surrey Way, Farnborough. Um, and it was a, a mind, body, soul event by the lovely Fen Pullinger. Um, uh, Earth Events, I think, is her page. I will double check that. Sure. Um, yes, and I was invited to go down and run a meditation and a little workshop at this event. And we also had, uh, were offering treatments, uh, mini treatments, um, and selling some of our lovely crystals and it was lots of fun and yeah. there were such beautiful people there it was really a really lovely energy wasn't it yeah um yeah. i mean we don't usually do these events well that's the first one we've done yeah but i've never been drawn to do them because yeah. well one we don't have time but two it's not really where our focus is um so yeah it was it was and and fen and i had never actually met but we just connected um, and she has such a lovely energy and she just said, I need you, I, w- I want you at this <laughs> event. Uh, and I was like, you know what, I feel like we're supposed to go, so let's just do it. Yeah, it was really um, good. Yeah, and I think you thought I was going to be busy with my treatments and it ended up being uh, all you. It did, yeah, it? which was fun. It was it very was. nice. Do you um, want to remind people what you do? Um. Uh, Remind, I don't think I've told anyone ever. Uh, so, yeah, I, the spiritual healing, I'm an energy healer, um, but mine's a, a little different um, to your kind of well-known Reiki treatments, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with dragon energy, um, higher vibrational dragons uh, that exist and operate on 
higher dimensions. Um, and I kind of channel them and use their healing qualities uh, to help people. Really good for confidence and trauma and um, physical pain and stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's what I do. And like you say, I was fully expecting to be a little tag along in the background <laughs> selling crystals whilst you were treating people and I ended up doing all the treatments yeah it was, was amazing and I was so pleased because I just thought um you know if if anywhere is going to be uh drawn if, if people are going to be drawn yeah. to that kind of dragon energy healing and it's it's the form of quantum energy healing yeah. isn't it it's yeah. really because you're working within the quantum field um so it's slightly different to the more earth-based grounded Reiki. I say grounded, it's still linked with uh, the spiritual world and it's still a connection to source, but it's a lot more... I, I don't know how much people know about the 3D and 5D realities. We might yeah. be going a little bit too deep at the yeah. minute. But um, the, it's more linked to the 3D world that we live in now, this physical world around us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the dragons. But then you know, we uh, people believe in spirit guides and archangels and angels and and uh, all these other things. Why not dragons? It's, the, it's exactly the same thing. I think that's one of the main things <clears throat> I tell to people is we all have angels who watch over us. Mm. We all have dimensional dragons who watch over us. And I think once you kind of get past the fear of that word dimensional, because yeah. that can kind of go make you feel a bit sci-fi and and uh, technical but uh, once you get over that little hurdle it's kind of you know it's as common as angels and, and spirit guides and stuff yeah. so I think it's down to thinking back to childhood those stories we were told and um, the books we read about the the dragons and the um the fantasy aspect of them. Yeah. So we were always <clears throat> led to believe that they were these... Fantastical <laughs> yeah. kind of um, beasts, as yeah. it were. Um, it's really, Again, one of the things I always say is there's a stigma with that word dragon because we think Game of Thrones, we think yeah. Pete's dragon, we think, you know, those absurd fantastical uh, elements. However, can I just interrupt yes. and say Pete's dragon is actually, I think, a very nice interpretation because it's a dragon who is protecting, yeah. who is almost like his spirit guide, isn't it? Yeah, like the never-ending story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we weren't planning on talking about dragons <laughs> for half an hour, but, yeah, that, so that's what I <clears throat> what I do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it was really lovely to see people being drawn so strongly to that energy healing. And mm. I think the fact they could see you doing it as well, because um, you don't always get to well, no, because sit it's, in and experience and watch someone yeah, do it. Yeah, it's normally like a, a private event, yeah. as it were. Yeah. I mean, you go into a treatment room and then have it like that. But with this, it was kind of out in the open and... Yeah. Visible for everyone. Um. Well, look, we're on the subject, so let's just... Look, I'm just really interested to talk about, and I think other people yeah. will be as, will be interested to hear about it. Can you explain what you feel when you begin to facilitate a healing? Sure. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm so pretty. Wow, on this the spot. is uh, yeah. So, I'll if I give a bit of background into kind of where it came how from. where it all came from. Mm. So, I struggled really badly with spirituality um, and kind of understanding it and trusting it and what have you. Um, at a time where you were like soaring and kind of really kind of ascending, as it were. I was a, I was struggling with the idea of angels and, and spirit guides, and then we did that uh, course, uh, the Munai Key, for anyone who uh, knows what that is. Um, for those Just of a, you who, a beautiful, yeah, beautiful yeah. course. It's an Incan passage of spiritual rites, which is yeah. supposed to heighten your connection with spirituality and develop those kind of psychic abilities and senses and stuff. And it said those people that are drawn to do the course are part of the, um, not section of humanity, but that, that group of humanity who are here to birth a new world yeah, um, and to help, which is so needed right mm. now. Um, they're just so beautiful and they're passed on i've never seen anything passed on or experienced no. it in the way that the monarchy rights are passed on it's surprisingly emotional yeah surprisingly personal even though we were in a group of like 15 people very um, special yeah. and these rights were kept hidden weren't they from um, up in the andes mountains yeah yeah the incan tribe kept them hidden for i think it was 500 years they yeah. they lived up high in the mountains to keep away from any conflict, any um, any drama. Yeah. Any, I just did. <laughs> yeah, for those who People can't, can't see, see me no, in the little, uh, podcasts aren't a visual thing, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I got the fingers, but no, that sounds true. What do you <laughs> the call quotation, it? The quotation, yeah. the... Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what we mean. I didn't get the fingers, I got the visual... The visual... <laughs> Oh gosh. Uh, anyway, anyway, we're talking it. about lovely things. <laughs> they kept it hidden until it, they felt the time was right, and it, yeah. there was this. Um, oh my gosh, the words are just escaping me again today. Um, when there's like something, <laughs> they say a man from the west was going to prophecy. Thank like a prophecy. you, thank yeah. you. The word prophecy. There we go. Um, a man from the West was going to come and and then spread these rights mm. throughout the world, um, the Western world, yeah. and bring more people. Um, that's probably a story yeah, for yeah, another time. Yeah, sorry. sure. Um, so then, <clears throat> and it kind of, which is linking to what we were going to talk about, yes, which is sorry. divine timing and kind of trust and stuff. It just sort of happened that I was, you were on the course, you were yeah. booked on the course, and I wasn't. And, and a space came up. And then up, all of a sudden a space turned up and you went, oh, I really think you should come. And I went, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then it kind of divinely happened in the space of two weeks. Mm. And then we went to the course and I remember, shout out to Mel. Yeah, the lovely Mel yeah. Pittman. Yeah. <clears throat> wonderful teacher. Um, <clears throat> she Based said, down south. Yeah. She, uh, I remember her saying... Right at the beginning, it can the impact can either be small in terms of little changes within your life or it can be quite profound. Yeah. Um, and I remember sitting there kind of going, gosh, I hope it's profound, <laughs> you know, because I was desperate for it to lead to something. And then <clears throat> we did this course, which was amazing, really life-changing in my 
in my regard. Yeah. Um, and within two days, I started seeing dragons, which was kind of scary at first because I thought I had something wrong with me. Um, thought you were having a mental breakdown. I did, yeah. And then <clears throat> I didn't even tell you for a couple of weeks, two, no. three weeks, just because I wanted to make sure that what I was seeing was kind of what I was seeing. Explain um, to people that are listening, when you say see, do you mean with your physical eyes? Do you mean with your third eye, with your intuition, like so, in a dream? So no, with thing. my physical eye. You know, I it started out as kind of what looked like energy changing in my eyes. So like, you know, when you kind of see the heat coming off the top of a hot road. So what I see around trees and plants that I was explaining. I was seeing just kind of in midair, which was super confusing. And then it developed and developed and formed shape and colours. And then it turned into what I see now, which is, excuse me, these kind of high dimension dragons so i see them with my physical eye and do you um, see color do i you... see color i see shape i see movement um which is kind of hard to get your head around but um yeah so that's that's what i see uh and then i kind of sat and observed them and just watched them and and uh read up about them spent ages reading everything i could and trying to with that you know without sounding mental, communicate with them. And by that, I mean just sending intention to them mm. and seeing if they received it and responded. And they did. And then that's kind of where it developed into me exploring dragon energy. And ironically, I'd been told in a reading about nine months before this course that I should explore dragon energy. Yeah. And at a time where I was struggling with you know, the concept of universal energy, I was like, oh, great. No, <laughs> thanks. That's absurd. And yeah. kind of poo-pooed it. Yeah. And then, ironically, are you laughing at poo-poo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what's wrong with me today. <laughs> Tired. Tired. Yeah, probably. Um, <clears throat> I, no, no. I, I, I hope someone else laughs I know, at that. gosh. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. So I then kind of started working with them, and you, I'm Reiki attuned mm-hmm. as well. So it started out as me doing Reiki treatments, and then including dragons in it, and then it's just kind of developed into. You realised it wasn't linked it's to not Reiki, Reiki at, all. at all. It's it's its own individual thing, mm-hmm. and like you say, it's quantum. So I work in the quantum field. I have developed techniques and kind of movement, hand movements, and stuff, whereby I'm kind of seeing into someone's light body, their energy body, and using the dragons to affect that and change it and heal it and stuff. So, yeah, that's... And we've spoken about how it's uh, quite similar when I do quantum energy healing and I'll see, like, um, for example, if someone has a bad hip, like the lady at uh, the show Mm -hmm. that we saw... I will see like almost a metal rod yeah. with, um, and depending on what the issue is, ends like stuck into her. So then I will work to remove that. Mm. Um, so you you see similar things. I see similar things. So like, for example, mm. if someone's throat chakra is blocked or they're struggling with communication, a lot of the time I'll see what looks like black tar in their throat. Um, which I will then obviously kind of manipulate myself 
and try and remove. Not by touching. It's All of this is without very minimal touching of yeah. people. Because like I said, I'm working with their energy. Um, but then I kind of manipulate it myself. And then a dragon will will affect the energy that I've manipulated. Yeah. Which allowing me to kind of change it that way. Whereas I, whereas I would do most of the manipulation myself. Mm. But I might occasionally need the help of here we go <laughs> this is yeah. this is of, gonna be a loopy. star being or yeah. um or an angel like yeah. an archangel archangel michael i work with quite a lot mm. um or my spirit guides will step in yeah so yeah you're you're essentially using dragons um to help you but i think they do i don't want to say a lot of the work but you kind of how do you yeah. set the so I the, the word I like is which we both use as a facilitator. Yeah. These celestial beings operate without us even being aware. Mm. So a lot of the time, when I start a treatment or kind of what I call tap into their energy, I'll pick something up within their body, their light body, or and then I'll know which dragon to kind of call on and channel and stuff. Um, alternatively, sometimes when I tap in, there will be one like desperate to come in anyway, so I'll kind of go with them. Yeah. Um, so as much as you know, I say I am the healer. I'm more of a facilitator. Yeah. So I, I hold the I I use the word gift. I don't think of myself as gifted. I feel like I received a gift. You have. Yeah. I call that. Yeah. Like, I've received something which allows me to do something not a lot of people can do so it is yeah. i've been gifted this um <clears throat> so yeah it, it's about facilitating healing mm. being able to do something that a lot of people don't know how but i love can't do. i love the fact when you're in a, a healing session and you are just led aren't yeah. you and you'll suddenly yeah. just see something appear um like the other day i was in a healing obviously I won't mention any names but um and I just connected and all of a sudden all my spirit guides were mm. around me and their spirit guides and Archangel Michael was there and they were all kind of holding hands or like connecting yeah, yeah. um around the, the 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 client and I was like what on earth is going on here like I haven't even done anything or called anyone in and they were just there and there was this almost vortex underneath the client coming up from the floor. Well, mm. it was deeper than that. I don't know where it was linked to, but it, it was because they knew that I would need their help in order to close yeah. close that vortex. Do you think that, like, for example, talking about what you've just said there, do you think the immediate presence of all of this and the energy being super high is because of the kind of psychic abilities of the person that you're treating or is it more to do Ooh, with like question. the need of the person do you, do you see what i'm trying yeah. to say i think it's more of the need mm -hmm. i don't think it makes a difference whether they are psychically open or mm -hmm. not um but saying that, possibly you do, possibly you see more. I really don't know, you know. 
Good question. It is a good question. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'd say it's a bit of both. Because yeah. we've both treated people who are quite closed off. Yeah. Which has been really difficult to kind of pick stuff up or to help them or to impact mm. them. And then there's some people that we've treated who've gone, wow, they're really psychically open and you've had a session that's really kind of, you picked up loads. So it's whether or not, you know, um, their, whether their openness to all of it is affecting what it is that you're picking up. And yeah, you see maybe. But then, you know, there are people who really need assistance and, and then you can just tap in and there's loads come. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think it, it maybe doesn't affect who comes in to help facilitate no. the healing, but it will affect, yeah, how much you see of yeah. what it is exactly they need if they won't let you in. But I, I tend to find the majority of people that come for healing with both of us are ready and they're... I don't think there's many people, many clients I've had that I can't at least see something yeah. and, and see a way to help them and to move forwards. I think it's very unlikely that you have someone that comes to a healing session mm. to move forward wanting things to change and then doesn't want to let you in. Yeah. Um, it might but... be on a subconscious yeah. level and, and a bit. sometimes you can't get all the way in and there's like a barrier, mm-hmm. but usually I will be, be able to see that barrier. Um, and no, and I'll still be able to do a certain amount with the the Reiki. Um, but I think, you know, going back to that thing of no one comes not wanting, yeah, is actually there's been this huge energy change whereby people are now actively wanting yeah. that help. People um, who have never heard of well, some of the people that came to the event were like, I've never heard of dragon quantum track and energy healing like what is it and um but they were willing they were wanting to know more and the same with um you know the the totem treatment that i'm offering now that i can do not only the reiki fusion with the sound and the crystals but also you can include yeah Yeah. the the quantum healing the 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 inner child meditations the um the reiki drum the positive mental reprogramming so powerful Mm. with the reiki drum but People are more open to it. They're going, okay, what can you do? I don't really mind what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm open to he- receiving help. Mm. And I think that's what's important. And they're also wanting to tap in. Um, I did a poll on my Facebook group. I don't know if you saw it the other week because I'm going to be starting recording meditations for mm. people because I've, I've so many people have asked me. Yeah. And one of the most popular ones on the poll was the third eye, a third eye activating and intuition. That was what people wanted. They're wanting to tap into that. They're wanting to connect, to be able to n- not only help themselves but to help others as well yeah. um, people wanting to do reiki courses has increased as well it's, just, it's amazing i think it's but it again it's very much needed we need to allow these people to find 
and be drawn to where the, these ways of, of healing and helping yeah. others um, because it's those of us who are doing that who will need to stand together and yeah. create this new world that I was I mentioned yeah. when talking about the Munaiki. I think what's funny is for us especially to sit here and talk about that is kind of profound in itself because because of where we've come from yeah um and where we were at a place where we needed or you know we were at a place where we were open to anything helping Mm. us and it's when you get to those moments where you start asking those questions and start going hang on or there has to be something more than what we're experiencing where your world just opens up um and you know i'm i'm the first person to say i was a skeptic i was one of these people who when they talked about spirituality i was like what a load of nonsense um because you know i was raised uh catholic as well mm. and that's that's what i was I, w- I went to a catholic school i went to a catholic high school and then kind of slowly lost my faith in that and then I was not you know I was kind of an atheist as Mm. they call it um which is probably why I struggled so much with the idea of going back to angels and all that kind of stuff but then when you're open to it when you're put in a position where you you have to ask questions what you find out is just unreal um So, you know, we have gone from one end of the spectrum to the other in that sense of what's possible, what isn't yeah. possible, what what's out there type thing. But also, um, we re- you know, we didn't want to be here right now. We weren't supposed to be here no. at this time. We were supposed to be in the US doing mm-hmm. something completely different. Yeah. Um, and it was actually through that process of... Kind Some of, of you may have seen the post that we put yeah, on yeah. yesterday um, through about that, having our car. Yeah, through that process of roller coasterness. Yeah, if that's a word, um, mm. it's definitely <laughs> not a word. I know. Don't worry. Um, that the drop and losing everything and and, yeah. and kind of Gabby Bernstein says never deprive someone of their bottom. When we reached our bottom, it was stop laughing at bottom. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I've got I've said poo poo bottom um that oh you you do your most learning. Yeah. Um yeah. because unless you've reached that low there's no way of learning as much as you can learn. I want to find what I wrote because um This is good listening. <laughs> Sorry. Everyone everyone Keep talking, be Mike. everyone be quiet whilst Helen looks through her phone. <laughs> um <clears throat> Yeah, so... We're still here. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I find it? Um, I do a running commentary of you panicking whilst you're looking through your phone. Um, Okay, yeah, so I I found it. Uh, It says, I found it's not until we reach rock bottom that the light can truly enter us. That's, That's what I think. Yeah. Is what you were yeah. just saying, and you know we've we've had so many people who were skeptics, who mm. probably still are half skeptical, 
but are open to the idea of exploring something new, contact yeah. us to go, what is this that you do? Or, yeah. You know, yeah. I'd, I'm interested to learn a bit more. And you, that's when you go, okay, now they're ready. Because yeah. they're starting to ask those questions and to yeah. develop. Um, but I think that's, I mean, I know we haven't really talked about trust, but um, we've realised, and, and what I said yesterday in my post is we realised we, we had to go through all that and we are supposed to be here right now. We are yeah. supposed to be here to help others find what it is they um, are meant to find within themselves to help facilitate their own healing yeah yeah um and and raise their own vibration um which is just happening everywhere yeah so many people but we did we we had to find that trust as well we didn't have much choice did we well it's something i still struggle with i think we both still struggle with yeah is trust it's the hardest thing to do trusting the universe trusting divinity trusting the process trusting the journey it's it's the hardest thing to do yeah because you can feel that progress and then when something again doesn't happen or something you focus on that you want to achieve still doesn't happen it it feels like knocks and blows when actually instead of thinking it as up and down think of it as part of the path yeah and part of that journey to get to where you're meant to be and what you're supposed to be doing then that perspective completely changes yeah. um so it it's just a really really good thing to think about yeah um, i think so and i've uh, sorry i'm <laughs> quoting myself here sure but um do you want to do the, the fingers <laughs> again <or>? the last <laughs> thing i i i said is i because we have been there, um, I said, for anyone who is there right now, I ask you to trust. Yeah. It will be okay. You will be okay. Even if it, it doesn't feel like it right now, um, this moment is temporary. It will pass. And sometimes you need to go through the storm to reach the stillness that lies beyond. Which I think... Shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, um, completely agree. And that's kind of what we enjoy doing now is helping yeah. people through that storm. And, helping them and it doesn't mean more storms aren't coming. You know, we've been through our fair share, but yeah. um, I feel like we can tap into that stillness now. Yeah. And, and know that that stillness is there beyond any storm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that stillness ultimately lies within. It's something that you talk, you always mention, actually. It was in that book, Fear, by yeah. Thich Nhat Hanh, was as soon as you acknowledge, you know, if we think it's raining outside, dark clouds, horribleness, as soon as you acknowledge that those blue skies are still there, yeah. you just can't see them. Yeah. Focus on that blue sky. Focus on that peace, that calm serenity. Yes, it's raining outside and it'll affect us in this instance. Yeah. But focus on what's beyond it. That That's the difference, finding that stillness in, in what feels like the 
the turmoil. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I think that's a... That's a nice little place to yeah to end, I think. I, um, I did just realise also, we're obviously running a Munaiki retreat we are. in June. We so, are, yeah. Um, yeah, do get in touch if, if any of that resonated with yeah. you and you feel like that's something you'd like to be a part of. And so, anything that we've spoken about yeah, today. Yeah. If you have any questions about what Helen does um, or about what I do, um, then you can contact us, uh, find us on Instagram or Facebook, Totem Healing, T-O-T-T-E-M Healing. Um, yeah, and ask away because we're always open to questions and helping and doing yes. what we can. Yes, we are. And we send you all lots of love. Yeah, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Um, and we will speak to you next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.